Hey guys, I want to give you a warning on today's audio. It is very, very poor quality. I apologize so much for this. It will not happen again. Um, We did a few test runs before we actually recorded. And then at the end of the recording, after we had our whole discussion, we realized that in some parts it was going in and out. So I apologize for this. I don't want to throw it away because it is such a good discussion and a lot of you had said that you're looking forward to this episode, so bear with me. Hopefully, I can convince him to do another one later on down in this year, Um, but let me know how you like the discussion overall minus the audio. I know it is awful, so have a great day and happy first Thursday of 2022. Hey guys, welcome back to another episode of Relentlessly Fit with Becky. I'm your host, Becky Flowers, and today I have a guest who, I don't know if he's excited to be here, he's not excited, um, but I'm excited to have him, and I'm very thankful that he is here. We have my husband, Joe Flowers, on today. You want to say hi? Hello, everybody. <laughs> um, all right, so today I really wanted to have you on just because I've talked in episodes past about our past. I didn't go into any detail, but we've had a long road to get here. And I've kind of said that it's kind of a miracle that we are where we're at today because you would never, you never would have thought nine years ago, almost 10 years ago now, yeah, almost 10. that we would be married here no No. so I kind of wanted to just go into that and just kind of how we've gotten through those 10 years of who we are today we're both very different people we have a very different relationship and I think that could bring some value to other people so first tell me a little bit about yourself who are you (laughs) I'm your husband (laughs) So you are um, also a welder. Yep, welder mechanic. You are a veteran. Yep. And you want to go into any detail? What branch were you? What did you do? I was a CB in the Navy. We ran convoy security. Okay. And when I first met you, um, you were getting ready to do your first deployment, correct? Yes. Yes. I was getting ready to leave. Yeah. So um that's kind of where we started we dated for a little bit and then broke up ended up getting pregnant with our oldest daughter yep and Um, yep and then you left yep i was gone i left what december that year Mm -hmm. no i left before that like november that year i think i left yeah i think it was very beginning of december yeah yeah, early December, right before my birthday. Yeah, and then Cheyenne was born in March, and you came home when? Uh, I got home October, like October 8th or 9th or something like that. Okay, October of the same year. So she was seven months old when you met her. Yeah. So you you left, you were a single guy because we weren't together yeah. when we found out we were pregnant. Yeah. You left us single guy and you came home as a single guy still but now you're a father 
Well, that's selfish. Yeah, yeah that's <laughs> true. And you had a lot, like, when you got home from Afghanistan, you had a lot that you had to deal with, too. I think you had to deal with a lot of that on your own. Yeah, there was a lot of stuff mentally I had to deal with before I, you know, I don't even know if I would say I knew I was ready, but we just dealt with it in strides and took our time and figured out what we wanted. Yeah, yeah. So you kind of answered my next question for you, but my next question was going to be, what was one way that you actively worked on turning it around? So let's say someone else is younger than you and I, and they are in a relationship or they're in a somewhat similar situation than we were. How did you as the man, how did you turn that around? Well, I put my kids first. My kids always came first. And the more that I was putting them first, you know, I realized you know, you weren't such a bad person. <laughs> um, that you know, to make the kids' lives better. I'm not saying that that works in every situation. Our situation, it, it didn't work. Um, you know, I thought of the kids because really the kids are what matters. If, if you know, I'm not saying that it's a bad thing to be separate parents. It's just you know, I was. I said you know to myself, hey, I need to make an effort to make this work because. You know, for my kid, I got to try and make it work. And, you know, like I said, it, just, it worked out that way. That was my mentality is, you know, even to this day with a lot of things I do, I, I base it around what my kids need and what my kids should have. Yeah. Yeah, it definitely does change everything when you become a parent. Because um, I think that definitely is how my mentality was in the beginning, too, of I really want to make this work for for my kids um and then it just kind of it grew from there it was like a snowball going down the hill it just it kept growing yeah like you said you know it worked for us and but yeah. not for everybody exactly well not some work for people everybody. in a relationship it's just not going to work yeah and you should never stay just because of your kids, love your that's kids. The only love, thing. love your kids and make sure you look out for them no matter what but if you know your relationship's not going to work because ultimately you should be happy too but you know that was just my mentality of why I said, "Hey, it's it, you got to give it a shot. You got to try." Yeah. If, if it's anything in your kid, you got to try. Yeah, yeah. I know one thing that I did because we went through a rough patch in 2019, um, and I ended up well beginning of 2020 actually. But I ended up writing down secretly without telling you, without really telling anybody. One thing that I appreciate about you every single day, and I did it from, I think it was September through end of November, and that just changed my mentality on you as a person so much because we were going through a rough patch, so I didn't really like you, yeah. but I had to figure out what I appreciated in you. Yeah. And that, I mean, that is one thing that I would definitely recommend if you are going through a rough time in your relationship, or even if you're not, even if you just want to appreciate more of your significant other, I would say do just a little journal every single day. Just write down one thing that you appreciate about them. And sometimes it literally was he left for work today. Yeah. <laughs> just, I mean... He, a lot of, a lot of them were, he, he's a good provider. Um, but that's, that's one, one thing. And I think I had to work on, well, I know I had to work on a lot of 
my own stuff. So you definitely, you can't go into a relationship thinking that the other person is going to fix you. Because if you go into Or that, the other person is, is perfect and you're not going to find something that you can't stand. There's certain things you still do to this day that annoy the shit out of me, but it, it's offset by other things you do for me. Yeah. And do for the family. So that's where, you know, if, if you've got a perfect relationship, you know, it's like having a unicorn for a wife. It doesn't exist. Yeah, no. No, it doesn't because we're imperfect humans. All of us are. We all have our messed up qualities. Um, now I want to know what I'm going to talk to you, but hmm. I, I think you know. <laughs> I'll ask you later. Um, all right. So going into, um, and now you are a step parent as well as, well, I mean, he. I, I don't really look at him as a step son. Exactly. You know, when I introduce him to people, he's my son. Exactly. You know, I provide for him. He's a good kid. He's definitely a different kid than when I met him the first time. Yeah. He's, he's way more well-behaved around it. He's, he's a smart kid. Um, you know, and obviously, you know, we knew how it was before. Um, he, he was younger, no dad, single mom, different lifestyle, but, you know, he just, he turned around and I just, he's one of my own now, mm-hmm. you know. Yeah. Now he does, he does see his dad too. So yes. his dad is in the picture now. Yeah. So um, his dad is still in the picture. You know, his dad's a good dad. I, yeah. He had no problem with his dad. So how, what advice would you give to any parent, step parents, I hate saying the word step parents, but any any step parent that is coming in yeah 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 it just sounds so like harsh um but any step parent that is coming into a relationship maybe it's a blended family maybe it's like you where you're coming in and you have your own kids with the person but then they also have um another child from a previous relationship any advice be patient patient be very patient you know um learn what's really going on before you react to things mm-hmm. um i mean really the biggest thing is patient and you gotta be patient Just, yeah and, and realize you know as a, as a step parent that you're gonna want to do things and you're gonna have to remember hey you know we got his parents his dad or you know what the other parent yeah. and, and you gotta be able to work with them you know mm-hmm. going in and always even as uh, you know, like in our situation, I had to always remind you sometimes, hey, that's still his dad. You know, you, you got can't do that and can't do this, and you know, you, you got to remember. Sometimes you got to be a backbone and say things to your significant other that you know they don't want to hear, mm-hmm. and you work through it, and you know, you you learn from each other. You, you be patient. Patience is the biggest thing, and, and don't. When, when there's things that you think need to change and they never change, don't, don't hold a grudge and don't be mad and don't take it out on the kid because it's not the kid's fault. You know, you just the biggest thing is patience. You just got to be patient. Yeah. Yeah, I agree. And I think just co-parenting, I think um, giving it time and you learn that the more that you are willing to work with the other parent, um, the easier it is. And it really yeah. comes down to what is best for the child. Again. And that's 100% what it is. It will take a few years to figure that out because it definitely yeah. was in my case. 
it's like us a few years, but um, all right, so you are a social butterfly, yes. and I am far from it. Um, I have talked on previous episodes, and my listeners know I am definitely the introvert. I have to force myself to be in situations that I feel uncomfortable in. Um, how do you deal with that on your end? Where you want to go out, you want to go to all those social situations, and I would rather stay home and be a hermit. I've learned to let you know, hey, listen, this is who I am. This is I gave up some, you know, I used to go out every night, all night to one in the morning and party. And, you know, I realized, hey, listen, she's not like that. You you got to tone it down a little bit. You got to be home. You got to do stuff with the kids, which, again, the kids are important, the most important thing. Uh, and you, you realize, hey, yeah, I want to go do all this stuff and I want to go out and party. And I, I want to be with my friends and, you know, hang out and sit and bullshit and talk to people. You know, most most days if I come home and, and sit on the couch by eight o'clock, I'm ready for bed because I'm and not. It's not a bad thing that I'm ready for bed. It's just it's not a constant go go go. When you're with your friends, you constantly go go go. Um, but I've learned that you know sometimes I have to step back and go, okay, well, you know, Becky doesn't want to do this, and it's it's not a bad thing. I don't use it as like, oh, I got to do this because she wants to do this. You know, it's like this podcast. I, I didn't want to do it. I'm not a big person to do things like this, but every now and then you have to go, hey, I got to do, my significant other wants me to do this, and as much as I don't want to do it, I'm going to do it for them, So you know, because you have to give and take. Mm-hmm. And that's what I've learned is you, know, you got to give and take. There's things that, you know, I would usually do before that I don't do now. Um, and as time goes, it's not a bad thing. I'm never upset that I don't go out you know, all the time and do stuff. Do I still go out? I go out two, three times a week with the guys and do our thing. Definitely not till one in the morning. No, I I mean, I can't even be ahead a couple weekends ago. I think me and my brother did. But most of the time, I'm home at, what, 10 o'clock? Yeah. I, I don't go crazy like I used to. Yeah. Yeah, and I think that's part of getting older, too. I, that makes me tired just yeah. thinking about it I, no um but you also are really good at you have become very good at trying to include me yes I was very bad at that in the beginning I would just say hey I'm going out you know I'm gonna go do this and you're like oh, okay what am I yeah. supposed to do and yeah you know, I got you know as I saw how it affected you and how not just the fights we would have, but like how it truly affected you and how you really felt about things, which you finally like would tell me before you would just get mad. Now you, you know, we vocalize things to each other. We tell each other, like, hey, listen, I don't like this because of this. Or mm-hmm. hey, I don't I don't want to do this because of that. We we talk to each other, we communicate way, way more than we used to. Yeah. Our biggest thing in the beginning was communication. We never really communicated. You know, me, I wouldn't communicate when I was doing things. You wouldn't communicate your feelings, and, and we've evolved into, you know, hey, babe, I'm going to go out, you know, or hey, you would tell me this, or we would do this, and, or date night, hey, we're going to go on a date night, okay. Well, like, yeah, that's been, and that's been big, too, we've definitely prioritized date nights more when we really never did, and looking back, I'm like, 
I want to shake. Those younger versions of ourselves, because it was like we were fighting an uphill battle, and we just expected it or expected it to fall into place to fix to fix itself. Exactly, and we did absolutely nothing to fix it. Um, so yeah, that's that's really good, and you were really good. I will tell you this: you're really good at pushing me outside of my comfort zone with my personal goals. So even though you might not understand the whole fitness world and I know nothing about it anymore. I gave that up ten exactly. eight years ago. See, and it, yeah, it's not something that interests you right now, but you will still I still push you to, to do it because it makes yeah. you happy and a, as a couple you should do those things. You should push people, you know, your your significant other or your girlfriend, your boyfriend, your husband, your wife, whatever, to do those things, to get outside their bubble and Hey, you know, I really want to do this, but I'm too scared. You talk them, you talk them, hey, listen, you can do it. Just do it. Stop thinking about it and do it. Just do it. Yeah. Yeah. I think that's the biggest thing is you push me outside of my overthinking and you just tell me, you kind of, you shoot it to me straight. You just like, you don't bullshit me. I tell you, hey, stop overthinking it. Like you're getting too far into your head. just do it yeah just do it or i mean hear me talk about it which i mean i can't even imagine being with someone that would just pacify me because i would do absolutely nothing i would have all it, you would be miserable exactly exactly um all right so going into kind of talking about goals you have built a business from the ground up and you will never admit it but I'm going to for you. Um, so you started it in 2017. You honestly came when you came home, and even before you left for for the military, you didn't have that great of work ethic. <laughs> Definitely not before Afghanistan. You know that that being there woke me up to a whole new world, made me realize how lucky I was to have the opportunities and the things I can do home when I got home. So, you know, when I got home, it was more or less like hey you have these great opportunities why are you wasting them you know yeah you know you can use all those excuses well, you know i came from nothing you know so i'll forever be nothing and people you know oh, this guy's rich and he's rich because his dad was rich and his mom was rich and you see things you know when you go overseas and you, you do stuff and you realize listen i'm my own I hold my own faith. Nobody else does. You can use every excuse in the world why you don't succeed at something, but I don't care what anybody says. Ultimately, at the end goal, you you didn't succeed at something because you gave up. You quit. You didn't keep pushing. Yeah, yeah, and I think you got that. You got to see that firsthand because you got to see what really having zero opportunities looks like. Yes, I, I definitely did. That that was a big thing. You know, I I will never not acknowledge that one of the best things that ever happened in my life minus when my kids and you know you guys was going to afghanistan and seeing what shitholes could really be looked like and you know what what not trying could look like or the, the opportunities that i have here in america really the, the only person stopping you from doing anything is you yeah yeah <clears throat> my job i wish more people would understand that um so you you built this business now. So you came home, you realized your opportunities that you had here, you took full advantage of it. Oh yeah. And you kind of hit the ground running. I remember you would work like 20, I don't even know, 
I don't even know if you slept, probably like 22 hours a day because you were still working for your dad at his yep. shop and then you were building your own shop. Yeah, we, we started in a townhome. <laughs> we started in a townhome in a two-car garage. Yeah. And, you know, just, I would get projects, you know, and a lot of my friends, like I can give my friends credit too, you know, I had, you know, Rob and Tony and, you know, those guys, Luke would come help us out. And I, I, I really had a good group of friends that helped me get get going. It, it wasn't just me, you know, there was a lot of people who had a lot of hands in helping. And, and it wasn't just those guys. There was a lot of people, Zach, you know, Sean, um, even Josh would come over and help us. You know, sometimes they drank more beer than they helped, but they were a part of it. And, you know, I do want to thank them because again, you know, and, and anybody, if I forgot your name, don't get offended. And those guys <laughs> you all. You have to list off everybody. But I'm just saying, you know, like I, I had opportunities, and I had a great group of friends who showed up to support me. Family, you, my dad. And let's be honest, he was one of the biggest pushers of it. Because let's be honest, if you wouldn't have told me that one day, hey, enough's enough. You gotta can't work here and work there. Yeah, and I don't know if he really. You, I guess he, he technically fired me. He did, and he pushed you a lot when you were younger and a lot that you were first and resentful of, I think. And looking back- at I, I will say this, me and my father growing up, I was resentful a lot of things. He was always working and he never really did a lot of stuff with us. And I always thought it was, he didn't like us. He didn't want to hang out with us. And now the roles that I'm in and the things I'm doing, I, I see that's not what it was. What it was is he was saying, hey, I'm, I have to provide for my family. Mm -hmm. And sometimes you had to do the hours, sometimes you had to work. That's that's the way it is. Yeah. You know, that that's it's a little different. I love my dad and I do do things a little differently than he did. I do work a lot. You know, I do make time for the kids, but I know that because of how it was for me. And I don't want my kids to think that about me. I want my kids to know I'm doing everything for them. Yeah. Well, and that kind of goes right into the question that I was building up to is how do you balance building so you're 28 27 26 that is almost five years in business yep january will be five years yeah um so five years in business so it really is still in the baby stages oh yeah i mean we're we're still you know but then again when i i'll think of myself always in the small stage because if you ever think hey i've, I've hit it big time here we are you're gonna stop you kind of you're gonna coast it out and you're gonna be done. You know, we we did really well this year, knock on wood. Um, but it, to me, it wasn't enough this year. You know, we need more. We I want more. And I personally think that as a person who's ambitious and you're trying to move, maybe I'm wrong, but you should always want more. You and I don't mean when I say want more. You know, I don't want a million dollar house. I don't want you know those things. I mean, if it's if it's a million dollars worth of acreage, then I'm okay with it. But I always want more. I want a bigger shop. I want more employees. I want more service trucks. I want, you know, I want to start three more divisions in our shop. Well, I don't think it's even coming from like, a, well, I want more as a materialistic. And I don't think that's bad. Like you said, I don't think it's bad. I think it's good, especially when we're in these stages. And I mean, there were times where I remember not being able to. We didn't know if yeah. we could. We didn't know what we were going to get for food because exactly. we get hot dogs and eggs so the kids could eat. You know? Exactly. But like, I think that remembering that, and I will always remember that is 
what drives both of us to make sure that we will never go back there again. And that's why we're continuing to push forward. And you, you always want. I would say I can't predict the future. Who knows? Something bad could happen, and we could lose it all. But yeah, I would also know what to do. I would. I don't know if it's even know what to do. I hope I would have the drive and the ambition to start over. You would, because I, I wouldn't let you not. But that's what I mean. And that's the next thing too. You know, you were a big supporter in a lot of that. You you supported me big time. You know, like when I needed time to go blow off steam, you. You'd complain about it, but you knew it was something I needed. Yeah. You yeah, know? I think now I understand it more than I did in the beginning. Um, but so how do you balance family? The kids are still little. They're 13, 8, and 3. So they're still little. How do you, I'm not 13 yet. I'm not going to make them 13 yet. But um, how do you balance building a business and family life? Or is there even a balance? How do you how do you juggle it? I'll be honest with you, I don't have a straight answer to that. I have no rhyme or reason how to do it. You just you just do it. You know, you're gonna miss things. There's a lot of stuff. Do I wish I could go see Cheyenne horseback ride more? No, I've seen her since she started horseback riding. I think I've seen her three or four times horseback riding. You know, mm-hmm. um, there's things like that that you're you're gonna miss them. You're gonna have to. That's Part of the downfall of owning your own business is you got to put in the hours. And you know, there's times, even on vacation, when we went in June, I'm still on the phone half the time, ordering parts, doing stuff, talking to the guys here in the states, making sure everything was going. Um, I don't, I don't really have. Everybody does it differently. I don't have a good answer. I can't say here's a book for dummies on how to do it because yeah. everybody does things differently. Everybody balances differently. You know? Some guys might be like, hey, listen, I don't go do stuff with my kids throughout the year, but at the end of the year, we go on a four-week vacation, and all I do is hang out with them. You know, and that make, they, that in their mind, that makes up for that time. And there's other people who will take their girls to the shop with them whenever he gets a chance and let them hang out and work and do things there. It, it, it's just it, everybody's got a different rhyme or reason. I don't have... Uh, a straight answer like some of these guys have, you know, you gotta do this and you gotta do this, you gotta do this. Everybody's program is written a little different, if you ask me. Yeah. But you do you do have to make that time. You do have to make sure that your kids see you or do stuff with your kids. Even if it's watching Tom and Jerry every night before bed, eating popcorn or not eating popcorn, just watching Tom and Jerry. Just having yeah. having that set time and having just the little things that are for them too, because I think you're pretty good at giving them like one-on-one time of. Yeah, I, I try. I try to give them each a little bit of one-on-one time. Yeah, yeah. And group time. <laughs> and group time. Yes. Um. All right. I mean, you covered almost all of my questions that I have for you. Um. I guess just in closing, because we have to go back to parent duty. Um. <laughs> Is there any piece of advice or any final thoughts that you have or what, what, I guess, what would be your one piece of advice for someone who has gone through some of the ups and downs that we have, maybe not specifically, but they've, I mean, we all go through ups and downs. We all have crap that we're dealing with. Yeah. Do you have any advice? 
or any just life lesson? Don't give up. Even when the, and it's a, it's a cheesy saying because you hear people say it all the time. When times get hard, people want to give up. You, mm-hmm. you can't give up. But just keep going. Keep trying. Um, just I don't know. Just you gotta you can't, you can't give up. You gotta keep pushing yourself more and more and more. Even if you're not in your comfort zones of doing things or you know things like that, just because the second you quit or the second you sit idle in life. I would say you're done, but you're going to plateau out. Yeah. Yeah. And that's for everything. It's for everything in life. For everything. Kids, business, friendships. Yeah. You know, me and my friends, we still hang out or do stuff. Us, we do stuff together. And the times get hard, you sit back, take a look, talk. Communication is big, whether it be your family. Friends, your customers, is communication is a huge thing. Um, yeah. Because without communication, it just doesn't work. Yeah. 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 And I think just don't give up. You got to kind of go into the mindset of we're, we're doing this. I yeah. don't care. Like, sit down, shut up. We're going to figure this out. Yeah. Um, I think my one piece of advice would be that you can't always go in with the mindset that it's the other person's issues and the other person's fault that you guys are having issues. You got to really be um, internal and look at the crap that you're bringing to the table and what can you deal with? Because that is usually a big one of you all have a lot of crap and you got to deal with your own before you can Try to blend it with someone else. What was I saying? If you put your finger, there's what, whatever they say, four, four fingers pointing back at you. So remember, hey, hold on. Did I do something? You know, yeah. or, or is there something I could do better? Yeah. In, in anything. And I think if you go into it, yeah, if you go into anything with that mindset, it's just kind of checking yourself and how can I do better? That's been a big life lesson for me this year. It's been all things. How can I do better? I can't control what the other person's gonna do, but how can I yeah. do better? Yeah. All right. Well, thank you so much for doing this. <laughs> you did so much better than I think you thought you were going to. Um, and I only had one beer. Yeah, only one beer. It's a record, guys. All right. <laughs> well, thanks so much. And thank you so much for giving this a listen. If this brought any value to you, let me know. Go ahead, share this with a friend. Um, and I would love to know your guys' takeaways from this too. Um, any any takeaways on relationship business? We talked a lot. So let me know and I will talk to you guys later.